Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink? I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. One Sunday, long ago and long forgotten, my priest growing up was celebrating the Eucharist at my home church. St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Meridian. And he was holding up the cup. And he was saying those familiar words which we say each Sunday. After supper, he took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. And he placed the cup back down on the altar, bowed, stood up, and then paused for a minute. It was a very visible pause. He was sort of taken back. What had happened was when he put the cup back on the altar, reflected in the wine, reflected in Christ's blood, was the beautiful stained glass window above the altar behind him which depicts Jesus Christ crucified upon the cross. And he was so moved by this image, by this reflection in the cup, that he thought, we can make good money off of this. So he had someone come in and he recreated that image that was reflected in the uh, in the chalice. And someone took a picture of it and we sold them for a pretty good uh, sum, and it helped us raise money for our pilgrimage to Tizay, France. If you walk into my office, on the right-hand side as you walk in, hanging on the wall there above the lamp, is that beautiful image that was taken so long ago that reflects Jesus Christ upon the cross in the cup on the altar. Jesus Christ asked James and John, are you able to drink the cup that I drink? As followers, as disciples of Christ ourselves, Jesus Christ asked that of us. Are we able to drink the cup that Christ drinks? Are you able to drink the cup that Christ drinks? So what does that mean? Well, a cup was a metaphor. It was symbolic. Especially in ancient Judaism and in the Old Testament for suffering, 
for affliction, for trials and tribulations. James and John come to Jesus and they ask Him, Lord, do for us whatever we ask. Jesus says, okay, what is it? He probably has in mind something about what they're going to ask. And they say, granite, that each of us may sit at your left and your right in your glory. Jesus is on His way from Galilee to Jerusalem. He has turned His face towards Jerusalem. He has turned His face towards the hardwood of the cross. Jesus is journeying from Galilee to Jerusalem to be crucified. And along that journey, He tells those disciples, He tells James and John in very clear and concise terms what is going to happen to Him. He says, I'm going to be handed over to suffering and death. I'm going to be handed over to the hands of sinners, to the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders, and I'm going to be crucified. And on the third day, I will rise again. He doesn't whitewash it. He says it in clear, concise terms. Those disciples, for the third time, they do not understand what He is telling them. There's a failure to communicate. For the third time, they do not get what Jesus is telling them. Because James and John, those disciples, they know that Jesus is the Messiah, but they cannot possibly comprehend a Messiah that has not come to overthrow Roman rule and give the Jews, give God's chosen people back their land, their land that was promised to their forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They cannot possibly wrap their minds around a Messiah that does not come to overthrow Roman rule, but comes to lay down His life at the hands of Roman rule. So, Jesus' glory takes on a vastly different image for Jesus than it does for James and John. Jesus' glory is that moment of His crucifixion. Jesus' glory is that moment of great suffering for the world. Jesus' glory is that moment which He is hung upon the hard wood of the cross and with outstretched arms draws the whole world to Himself. That is His moment of glory. And who is on His left and His right in that moment of glory? Those two criminals. James and John do not know what they are asking. And so Jesus asked them, are you able to drink the cup that I drink? Are you able to follow me even unto death? What that means, what Jesus is asking them, what Jesus asks us as His followers, are you able to die? Are you willing to follow me even unto death? Perhaps no, not crucifixion or any sort of martyrdom, but are you able to follow me? Are you able to die, to die faithfully? To die with the assurance that Christ has gone before you, that Christ has destroyed death, and has opened for you and for me the gate of eternal life. In order to follow Christ, we simply must die, because that is the way that Christ has gone. Dietrich Bonhoeffer writes in his work, The Cost of Discipleship, that when Christ calls a person 
when Christ calls you to follow Him, He bids Him, He bids you, come and die. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink? Are you able to follow Christ into death without fear, with the assurance that death is the gate of eternal life? One day all of us will drink that cup. Last time I checked, I think the mortality rate in this room is right at 100%. One day we will drink that cup. One day we will follow Christ even unto death. But death has no dominion over us. Death has no word, no final say-so over us. Because Christ has drank that cup before us. Because Christ has destroyed death and opened for us the gate of eternal life. One of my favorite hymns, among many, in our hymnal is All Creatures of Our God and King. It's about eight verses. It's very long. I think it's the sixth verse. It goes like this. And even you, most gentle death, waiting to hush our final breath, oh, praise Him, oh, praise Him. Even death bows to God. Even death praises Jesus, who has destroyed death. And it goes on to say, you lead back home the child of God, for that way our Lord Christ has trod. Oh, praise Him, oh, praise Him. One day we will drink the cup. But may we have faith that death does not have the final word. That death leads to eternal life. That death leads to our own resurrection in which we are assured of in our baptism. Where is thy sting, O death? Where grave thy victory? Amen.